You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in and checking out another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. And this week, we got another hot guest on the line with us as usual. We're talking to the wonderful author by the name of Tawanda Walters and aka Honey D. We talking to Honey D. Honey D, Honey D, Honey D today. Uh, and she's the author of a book called Finding Our True Identity. And this is going to be another great conversation. We're just kind of fleshing some things out, uh, inspirational, motivational, and really just to encourage people to step into their true purpose and identity and to claim it, you know. So Tawanda, a.k.a. Honey D, Honey D, go ahead and drop that intro for us. Give us a little bit of background and we're going to, we got, you, you're laughing already. We're going to start rolling. Um, I'm going to hand it over to you. So just go ahead and, and uh, let's, let's start there and we'll keep the ball rolling. All right. So first I'd like to thank you, Ms. Keetra, for uh, having me on your podcast. And let's see, what can I say? I am a older sister of three, an aunt a mother, a grandmother, a wife, of course. Um, I'm also a first-time author. All right. I'm completely blind, not by birth. Um, I did have some sight. I had sight. Um, I lost my left eye when I woke up one morning. couldn't see due to retina detachment. I lost my right eye sitting in. English class, literally in the classroom, um, due to glaucoma. Um, so I have been, um, blind for a number of years and, you know, I used to keep track of how long I've been blind, but I don't anymore. So, um, I I would say that's who I am. I'm upgoing, you know, outgoing, a little bit of headstrong, ambitious, Determined, persistent, um, an action-packed junkie, a comedy <laughs> right, lover, <yeah. laughs> poetry lover. I love my jazz. I love spending time with my family and my wonderful husband. Yeah, love that. Love that. Okay, perfect. And I like the fact that you're an action junkie, right? Because we gotta, we got to have an action going in order to get things done. The comedy is great as well. And I'm just excited to, you know, talk to you about your book. And then I'll encourage you later to maybe step out and, and write that comedy, <laughs> write that comedy script out <laughs> so we could get some laughs in here. But um, tell us a little bit about, okay, so as far as finding our true identity in the book, you know, we'll definitely get into that. But like, have you already, I mean, have you always been interested in writing your own book or like what, you know, what sort of... Um, inspirations, I should say, like what inspired the writing? Um, well, let me just take it back just a little bit. I okay. will write little poems, little short stories here and there, but nothing was ever published. 
um, that was when I had sight. Yeah. Um, after I lost my sight, I wasn't. I was in survival mode pretty much. So writing a book at that time was not on my mind. It was about you know getting a job and everything and and trying to figure out how to function in society as a blind person, as a blind individual. Yeah. Um, Fast forward in 2015, sitting in my living room, got on the computer and decided to, you know, write down some thoughts. My thoughts ended up into a six chapter book at that time. Yeah, right. Right. You had a lot, a lot going on. <laughs> right. Well, I had a lot I had a lot coming out of me and I would say what really inspired me, books like um Battlefield of the Mind, yeah, um some of T Jake stuff. Um and then I, you know, at some point in my life, I did want to write a book later, you know, in early 40s, wanted to write a book and have it published. Yeah. So I would say that was probably during the time that that more likely came forth out of me. Yeah. You well, did. Can you talk? So like as far as. No, hey, don't don't feel bad because you'll hear my my words going all types of ways here in a minute as well. <laughs> you know, so we're we're good there. Um, but like as far as the book, let's talk about the actual content because I know that you said there was it, you know you just kind of reached the point to where the information, the words just start start pouring out, and like as far as your your own vision and your own journey, like how much did that influence? what's in the actual book. Cause you know, sometimes we can just write something just, and I, I'm not saying like, it's, there's still no, there's not a purpose to us just kind of putting together a book um, that is, you know, uh, engaging, but then sometimes mm-hmm. you got that, that project that you're putting together to put out that's going to engage people. And then there's that, that the real project, right? There's the one with all, where you didn't dug down deep and you got all this information that you feel inclined to share, but you're hesitant to share it because you don't want to feel vulnerable um, so like, what's, what, what, what got you to the point to where you felt that, okay, this is going to be the actual book. You know, this is, this is what, um, I'm going to share within the, these pages. Um, and that's funny you should say that cause I kind of struggle about what to share in that book. Yeah. Um, uh, some, just about in every chapter, I share a personal story, a personal experience, um, I believe people can relate if you tell them what you've been through and there are others out there can go, you know what? I've been through that same thing. Yeah. Wow. You know? Um, and then there might be others that might be like, you know, I ain't never been through that, but here's her testimony to say, you know, um, if I do go through it, I got a testimony to give me encouragement and strength and faith and hope and all those things. Um, by sharing some of the stuff in the book. Uh, one of the first chapters, Who Am I? Yeah. <laughs> was really asking myself, who am I? You know, outside of all these things, yeah. you know, first and foremost, I'm a child of God. So, um, and there are some stuff in the book that people might be offensive about. Yeah. There might be some stuff in that book people are not going to like, but I had to be obedient to the Heavenly Father and write what He told me to write. Yeah. Uh, will, will I probably get some dirty looks? 
some Nancy Grams, uh, probably, but <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. But but I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, I have to deal with that when the time comes. comes yeah. You know, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I think a lot of times we end up trying to satisfy everybody else and trying to please you know, everybody except for ourselves. And it's, I love the fact that you mentioned that because I was just thinking this morning about how, you know, a lot of times we're given intuitive insight and we're given, you know, your, your intuition just kind of tells you what, what moves to make. You know, sometimes when you're silent, you can get, you can get the answers you need to anything. Right. Um, but Mm -hmm. we, but we, for whatever reason, we will go outside of ourselves to, get the validation from somebody else, you know, from somebody else saying, Hey, you need to do this to do that. So I love the fact, like I said, that that you mentioned like, Hey, you know, it was like, Hey, I had to write what I had to write, what God told me to write, you know, and that's, that's what you did. Cause a lot of times we don't make those decisions that come from the inside, you know, and it's, it's, um, I think it just has a lot of meaning to it. It has a lot of meaning to it when you just dig within and, and really focus on that. We can't be people pleasing, you know, <laughs> you know, so. Um, yes. yes, yes, I truly, truly believe that. And, you know, I try my best not to be a people pleaser um, because I feel like there is enough of that going around. Yeah. Um, In a way that it shouldn't be going around and we can admire somebody, but I don't believe in totally just being a yes person. I always tell my my friends that if I'm always going to be honest with you, you might not like it or you might not want to hear the truth. But at the end of the day, you can always say, well, at least she told you the truth. Yeah. At least she didn't keep it from at least. Now, my my um, my delivery might not always come across pleasant, especially when it's something that's. um, detrimental to your life yeah um that's true so i can i can use a little bit more work in there hey know? yeah i'm in that same boat with you you know but you know that's i think that also comes from a place of love you know especially when you got those people close to you and um and really you know especially when you've experienced things and you're trying to you know guard them so to speak and and you know just try to give them a little bit of insight and it's not working and that resistance is there and they're not trying to hear a thing that you, that you saying. And I'm like, you know, Hey, it might sound a little rough, but it's coming from a place of love. Like, I think that's just so interesting how like the more you try, the worse it gets sometimes, you know? So, I, you right. know, and, it's, yeah. And that's when you have to like, you know, when you do what God told you to do and they refuse to hear it or want to part or listen, then that's when you just have to take your hands off and put exactly. and put prayer over them and and let God do the rest because once the seed is planted planted, God will give the increase on it. So they might not get it right away, but later on down the line they may come back and say, You know, you were right. And yeah. I should have listened, and I'm not going to lie. I had a couple of those, oh, you were right, and I was wrong, and I had to eat that humble pie. <laughs> right. um, you mean tell me you didn't dance on them? <laughs> no, I'm playing. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You definitely got to do it. You got to be humble. I, I, and you know what? And it's interesting, too, because, you know, the title of your book, um, you know, finding our true identity. Like last week, I something I, I forgot something came across one of my social media feeds and it said that our abundance, you know, our abundance is rooted in our purpose and our identity and our true vision of who we are supposed to to um, to be. Right. And the mm-hmm. thing is, a lot of us are not living up to potential and we're not really embracing that identity and, and living in the I am or whatever. So can you speak to us a little bit about what that means to you in regards to finding our true identity? Like what what exactly is identity? And then I want to talk a little bit about the the I am perspective of it as well. Okay. Well, I will use me for an example. You know, growing up, being picked on, seeing stuff on TV, you know, I tended to kind of want to imitate what I saw on TV or wanted to be something that wasn't in me. And it took me years to finally say, you know, no, I'm not going to be that. I'm going to be me. Me is... um, how, you know, how they motivated me is uh, I'm going to speak on stuff when I see stuff that ain't right. Yeah. Me is um, I'm helpful. Me is I have a mean streak when it need to, you yeah. know. Yeah. So me not dumbing or watering myself down to please someone else because someone else is intimidated. Someone else is timid. Yeah. Um, that part I had to get over, literally. I, I'm 45, and I just yeah. got that revelation 2015. I'm like, yeah. it took some time because yeah. I I didn't want to, right? I didn't want to make waves, and and um, I didn't want to sort of start a pot. But I'm like, no, I'm done. You know, I'm done trying to be what everybody else wants me to be. I'm done trying to please society. So let me be what God created me to be, you know, which is all the things that I named before. Um, I think people have two choices. Either you can accept the person for who they are and and learn to love their imperfections, or you can keep walking. Um, and when you learn, when you know that you are for myself, when I know that I had I have inheritance in God's kingdom, that I'm a child of God, that all his promises apply to me, I don't have to be a people pleaser, I don't have to wait to somebody pat me on the back and go, Great job. I don't have to have that validation because not by man, because God has already validated me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's true. that's true. I love that. I love that. And honey, do like um what do you like you just mentioned validation, right? And a lot of us mm-hmm. are stuck in wanting to be validated, wanting to be approved, wanting to be verified. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right now, like the and I'm not even finna limit it to social because you know, of course social is an influence, but then it's, it's also taken offline, right? To where we see a lot of the carbon copies. We see people kind of following into these trends and trying to do the next, you know, being the next biggest. And 
you know, doing everything except for being who they are uniquely, like you just expressed, like, hey, okay, I got to the point where in 2015, I was just like, look, honey, D, we, we gotta, we gotta do something. <laughs> we gotta do something different. We gotta do something better. We gotta be who we are. But like, what, what, like, I'm trying to figure out at what point or what do you think has to happen for people to actually say, okay, hey, I'm tired of this. You know, I'm tired of falling in, falling into this, this trap of, being a lab rat for society. And now it's time for me to embrace my own vision, my own identity. Like, what do you think has to happen? Or what, what's your, what's, what are your thoughts on it, rather? Yeah, I would say for myself, I had to become sick and tired of being sick and tired. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. and, and, and that's what has to happen. You literally have to become sick and tired of being tired of doing the same old stuff, tired yeah. of the yeah. same old routine, just tired of it. And get off the gopher wheel. You know, there was a saying, you know, my saying is, okay, have your moment, blah, blah, blah. Either do something about it or be quiet about it. Yeah. You know, it it does no good to sit around and complain about something if you don't plan to make any changes about it. And so I got sick and tired of sitting around complaining or talking about it. And I said, you know, I'm gonna do something, do about, something it. about it. Yeah. Were there um, any specific, uh, like any specific instances to where, like maybe just going to the same job or do, like what, what's, what specifically? Woo! Oh, <laughs> is that it? Did I hit the? Did I hit? <laughs> did I hit the? Woo! That's a, yeah, that's that's one of the nails. Hit the nail. Um, All right. You know, Here we go. One of the nails in the in, in the wooden, you know, stuck down in the ground. That that's the major one. Then right. it's the. Uh, um, it's dealing with physical blindness on a day-to-day basis and trying to prove yourself yeah. to society that you are capable of of being um, in this world, that you have your purpose here and that exactly. yeah. you got to prove that you can do the job. You got to prove that your disability is not a hindrance. Yeah. You got to all this validation that you have to go through to to be proved. And I'm like, no, I'm tired. I'm mentally tired of doing it with society. You know, God gives us gifts and you yeah, just true. have to, he gave you a gift and your gift is what you're doing now. And I'm pretty sure there's other gifts that he has given you and you took your gift and you decided to do something with it. And that's where I'm at. My gift is writing and I have so many other gifts that I'm like, okay, Lord, whether this be my only book or other books, then let me know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But at some point you, you you have to embrace what God has given you and find your gift and use it for the glorifying of him. Yeah. And just allowing people to come on your show and tell their testimonies and and share their uh, entrepreneurship ideals or what they're doing. It's encouragement and hope and inspiration for those who don't know how to get there, who want to get there, but, but are afraid to do so. And that was me. I was afraid at one point to, to do so yeah. because I was bound by... <laughs> I'll say a 12-hour job is because getting up at 4.30 in the morning and traveling 40 minutes and then working an eight-hour shift and then getting home about 
oh, wow. 4.30, 5 o'clock in the evening and too tired, mentally just drained to do anything else that I would sit down on the couch and literally fall asleep. Oh, wow. You know, that was my life five days a week. Mm, wow. You know? Yeah. So when you stuck in something like that, it literally takes your creativity away from you. Yeah. You're yeah. too tired to even think. You're too tired to even want to exercise. You, you're just too tired. You know, that's what it was doing to me. It was draining me. Yeah, that that I tell you what, that's a that's like a major marker of, you know, people who who end up kind of on a decline. You know, it starts mentally. A lot of people feel like it starts physically, you know, like, oh, you know, my back is aching or whatever. But that's like it starts mentally and it just wears away and just beats you down. And even the creativity part, I think that a lot of times when we're not able to express that creative aspect, you know, maybe you paint or maybe you draw, whatever it is, whatever your creative um, angle is, I think that when that's suppressed, like you really, it it does something. Like, I think that that, that really does um, kind of take people backwards. And then, you know, you suppress it for so long that you, you don't feel that you have anything to offer, you know, and then you get frustrated and you, you know, like you said, you're on a go for wheel and there's nothing else that you're doing but running a routine and you run that programming for so long that, you know, you're depleted and you, you end up depressed and stressed out. And then that's where a lot of the illnesses and stuff like that starts. So I look, I'm glad, I don't know, you know, in addition to to that, I don't know what else (laughs) might've contributed to you getting off that wheel, but I'm glad that you did um, because we had this book, you know, we have finding our true identity and, um, you know, honey, D, I, I want you to like also like share when you were like writing, like give us a little bit of, about your, your process. I know you said the th- the information was just kind of flowing out, like compared to writing this book versus maybe you've written a poem or anything else. Like, did you did you feel like you had to struggle for content or was it just one of those creative moments to where, it, you know, it was just easy and you were just eager to to get up and start writing? Um. So I'll share this with you. It's not a, I can't even say it's real. So um, I wrote a poem, and the poem was called Enough. And how the poem came about, I was standing in the kitchen at the sink washing dishes, and I wrote it based on what happened to George Floyd. Oh, yeah. And uh, as this poem, these words began to flow, and I sat down on my notes on my phone and my keyboard and I just started writing and I wrote and wrote until I couldn't get any to the words stop flowing mm-hmm. and at the end now what's so strange about this to me is I can't even tell you the words to the poem that's how I know it was the Holy Spirit oh, wow. yeah. I can't even quote it verbatim um and I still have a poem, but I can't quote it because I just, I know it was the Holy Spirit. When it came down to the book, my thing with the book was I sat down just jotting some thoughts on my mind. And and then I began to write and continue to write. And then I looked up and next minute I know I was researching um, statistics and, <laughs> right. and finding real life news stories and 
and finding in information based on real life events to put in this book. Yeah, you owed it. <laughs> she was invested. Right. Right. And next thing I know, I was hooked. So yeah. every day, I spent about five or six hours researching and writing, and and then God hit me with another poem. Oh, and the wow. poem was, and this was like three o'clock in the morning. And this poem was called "The Puppet Master." Oh wow! Man, yeah. that poem is in the book. Okay. Um, and the words began to flow, and I can't even recite that poem because, once again, I know the Holy Spirit gave it to me, and I have it on my recorder. But I was just like, "Wow!" That's and okay. So that was the process for me. When I, when the words began to flow, I just, okay, Lord, I know that's the Holy Spirit because one, I don't want to do it. You yeah. know, you know, the flesh <laughs> right. wants to fight. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, Lord, I'm oh my like, gosh. Lord, no. Three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. Right. I'm rolling over to the other okay. side. I'm going to pick it up later. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So I'm like, Lord, no. Can I sleep a little longer? Yeah. And, and of course, he told me, he was like, I'm awake 365 days, oh, 24 no. hours in a day, some days in a week, 12 months. Oh, my gosh. And you can't get out of the bed and do this one right. thing for me. Uh, I think not. Get your butt up. Yeah, you got to take this down this time. Right. That is funny. <laughs> but do you keep, a, um, out of curiosity, like, do you, you keep a... Um, so you just kind of, you take your, your phone recorder and you just kind of jot down the, I mean, men- recite what you're hearing or like how do you keep track of those 3 a.m. thoughts like that's I don't know sometimes when I'm up at that that hour I'm just delusional like <laughs> I don't know what what fit what foot is in 3d and what's not you know sometimes it just gets so confusing like how do you manage that um I normally keep a recorder beside the bed yeah because you know it's coming you know huh? it's so strange right but you know what else is, I wouldn't even call it strange but it's just seemed like the Holy Spirit talks to me at the Weirdest times, I could be in the midst of taking a shower and he, and then I hear some some words and I'm like, yeah. I can't do nothing about it now. I'm in the shower, man. Right. It's like you can't you or know? you won't. You can step out, you know, mess it up the floor with the water, or you know, you could just wait. <laughs> that is well, crazy. Out, yeah. you got me there. Out, you got yeah. me. So I'm right. like, no, let me let me finish my shower. Then I'll, I, I, I'll manage to get there and do something, something about, about it, you know, it, yeah. but yeah, right, so a lot of times I would take my phone and go into my husband's studio and um, just make little notes, Yeah, little one word to jog my memory um, and stuff, so also, and then I would get like what I call writer's block, and so I'll walk away, I'll save it, I'll walk away. Well, I'm just waiting for the rest of the day. Then I'll come back, pick up where I left off, read over what I wrote to see if I get any new fresh, um, insights. You know, anything yeah. fresh that I'm gonna add to it or write. Um, there's a couple of times I had to change things. There's a couple of times that um, I had to start over. Uh, the book is. Also full of scriptures, so I had scripture research on what scriptures I want to use and asked the Holy Spirit, Lord, is this what you want me to use? Is this not what you want me to use? How much do I need to disclose? Yeah. Excuse me. 
how much I don't need to disclose. You know that that whole decide. There's a couple of cha- uh, things in the book that I put in there because I wanted to be transparent, but then I took it out because yeah. I'm like, now nah, people ain't ready. For, people ain't ready for that yet. So yeah. I can understand. So it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Like it's you know sometimes you you know you have to discern how much you should share and what you need to hold back and maybe share at a later date, if at all, you know, so that makes perfect sense to me. I am with you a hundred percent, honey D. Um, all right. So we are getting ready to wrap up but before we do. And I also want you um, here in a minute. I, I want you to make sure that you mention where we can pick up a copy of finding our true identity, but before uh, words of encouragement for the the listeners, just to, uplift and inspire us today i would say to the listeners if you have a dream whether it was a childhood dream or whether you have a goal or a dream now follow through with it don't let nothing keep you from it if you might have to make some adjustments you might have to um revamp or prioritize but one day at a time one step at a time and you'll get there. Just follow through with that dream. And we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. And also trust God. Trust God and let God lead you because he's always ordering our footsteps. He gave us gifts. Find out what your gifts are. And just embrace your gifts and let God use you in a way that he wants to use you. Right. When we move ourselves out of the way, he can do some awesome things through us if we just let him. Wow. Amen to that. Yeah. And that's, that's the key. You got to move yourself out of the way like that. That is, we could do a whole nother show on that, <laughs> that whole, that whole uh, topic alone. Just move you, move yourself out of the way. That's it. And that's all. Uh, honey D, let us know where we can <laughs> grab a copy of the book. Also where we can connect with you online. If you have any social handles or websites that you'd like to share. Okay. Um, so you can find the book on all of the major ebook platforms. It's going to be released on the 18th, and I'm saying that because um, as it goes through the different stages, sometimes the publishing people want you to make changes. So I'm giving myself enough room to um, make sure that everything goes smoothly. But you'll be able to find it on all ebook platforms. And you can find me on Facebook at Honey D. White. And also on Instagram under Honey underscore D. Right. And that's D-E-E and the word right. W-R-I-T-E-S. I-T-E-S. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. Okay. So finding our true identity drops June 18th. Available on all the ebook platforms. And Honey D, we appreciate you being a guest. Thank you so much. Much success. And looking forward to all the wonderful things that you are brewing up for this year and beyond. Well, thank you once again for having me on your show. I truly have enjoyed it. Absolutely. Me too. You take care. You too. 
Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.